Welcome back, everyone. This is the Everyday Christian, where we take a practical approach to studying the Bible. My name is Vincent Saramelli, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Vincent Saramelli, or you can reach out to me via email. It's everydaychristian917 at gmail.com. Don't forget, if you do like the podcast, go ahead and leave a like, hit subscribe, and uh, leave a comment if you want to see something talked about on the podcast. Today, we are in Proverbs 6 for my study, and we're going to start with verse 16 and go to verse 19, and then I'm going to talk about some other sections in there. But let's start with it, Proverbs 6, verse 16. There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. Now I'm going to talk about uh, another big section of Proverbs, but what stood out to me about this is the very start of this. It says, there are six things the Lord hates. And hate is a very strong word. And for something to be if something to be bad enough that the Lord hates it, that that piqued my senses. I said, okay, let me pay attention to that. So I just want to go down this list of things that the Lord hates. And the first one is haughty eyes. And I'll be honest, you kinda I kinda had a sense of what the word haughty means, but I really wanted to know what it meant. So I looked it up for this. And haughty literally means arrogantly superior and disdainful. So the first thing the Lord hates in this passage is eyes that are arrogantly superior and disdainful. So when someone's looking at another person and they just, they're arrogantly, uh, you can see it in their eyes. Some people, they, they look down on everyone and they're disdainful towards everyone. That's the first thing the Lord hates. The second thing is a lying tongue. And this actually matches up with one of the, the sixth one which also has to do with lying. But in this case, he doesn't like a lying tongue. So no lies at all. This is something I had to work on uh, since I was a kid. You know, I think we all have a little bit of this, but lying is tough, especially not big black lies where someone's life is in danger, but little white lies. You need to watch out for that because that leads down a path of more and more lies. And there's a saying I've heard from one of my friends. It's not a groundbreaking, earth-shattering saying that I'm sure most of you have already heard this before, but uh, it's easier to tell the truth because that's less to keep track of later. So quite simply, don't lie because once you start lying, then you got to remember all your lies so you're not getting caught up in them. So God hates lies. Third thing is God hates hands that shed innocent blood. So God hates a murderer. Murderers usually are shedding innocent blood and God hates it. I don't think there's anything that needs to be explained there. Next thing is a heart that devises wicked schemes. So someone who's always thinking about the next wicked thing to do. Uh, and you can use your imagination on this, but God hates the heart. We talked about heart in prior episodes. If your heart is devising wicked schemes all the time, you still have the option to not act on them, but God hates the heart that's doing that. For me, that's just reinforces more. You got to watch out for your heart. If you're up and doing devious things all the time, doing wicked schemes all the time, yeah, of course your heart's going to be uh, coming up with more and more schemes. But even the best of us, our hearts will throw devious schemes at us 
to think about, and that is your opportunity to curb it. All right, so next thing that the Lord hates are feet that are quick to rush into evil. So this is this is for anyone who hears a bad idea and runs into it, arms open, uh, without even second thought. So God hates that. God hates it when someone just runs into evil without even thinking and, and even rushes into it. Next thing is a false witness who pours out lies. Again, goes back up to lying tongue, the second thing he hates. So he's mentioning this twice, which means that God really hates lies. So again, don't lie and don't pour out lies, uh, giving a false witness, a false testimony about someone else. Um, so that was the first six things that the Lord hates. And if you read the back of the passage, I'm having a hard time deciphering this. It says there's six things he hates and seven that are detestable to him. There were seven items in this, this passage. So this seventh one is something that he detests. And it is a person who stirs up conflict in the community. And I think we can all relate to that. Anytime I see someone stirring up conflict between two people, uh, it's it's like nails on chalkboard to me. I'm, I'm in a lot of environments where I see lots of different groups needing to work together. And when I see people stirring up conflict, it's just, it's not productive for anyone. And the Lord just hates it. One of the things that stood out to me after reading this, kind of going through all these points one by one, um, these shouldn't be a big deal for someone who has Christ in their heart. All these points, all these all these things that the Lord hates, if you have Christ in your heart, you're not going to look down on other people and think you're arrogant. You're not going to lie. You're not going to kill innocents. You're not going to have a heart that devises wicked schemes, or if you do, the Lord's presence will help override that. You're not going to rush into evil quick. You're not going to be a false witness to anyone. And you're not going to stir up conflict. I recognize that that's the ideal. That's what we're all shooting for. But that is something to note, that if you are working on Christ in your heart, if you are working on a relationship with him, that will, these, these things that the Lord hates will be absent from you. Because you can't have Christ in your heart and do any of these things. So the takeaway there is keep working on my relationship with God so that I keep Jesus in my heart and that he can keep me away from all these. Now the last point I wanted to talk about, and I'm not going to read them all, but if you read verses 20 to all the way down to 35, it's another warning against adultery. And I wanted to bring this up because Proverbs 5, the whole chapter was about adultery. Proverbs 6 the first third to half of it is about uh, folly and what the Lord hates. And this whole second half is another warning against adultery. And this is significant because this is so important that it's mentioned more than once in just Proverbs alone. And I think earlier in Proverbs, a couple of times we talk about it and I, I glossed over it, but it gets mentioned multiple times in Proverbs. And specifically, if you look at verse 32, this is something interesting. But a man who commits adultery has no sense. Whoever does so destroys himself. And I found this interesting because if you look throughout Proverbs up to this point, most of it is warnings against what not to do. And you can deduce from those warnings behaviors that you can do or work on to avoid these follies. Adultery, on the other hand, is the only one that doesn't seem to have a corrective step. The only warnings aren't in here are, just don't do it because if you do it, you're gonna you're gonna destroy yourself. 
again, I'm not going to dwell on reading the, the section. I encourage you guys to read that one as well. It's another warning against adultery and kind of having that realization that a lot of these other things in, in Proverbs are wisdom on how to live your life that you can divine corrective steps from if you do slip up. Adultery, there's not really any corrective steps if you slip up and do it. So just stay far away from it. And most of these warnings in Proverbs are how to avoid it entirely and avoid the temptation. So so let's wrap it up now just to kind of recap. Uh, there were seven things, six things that the Lord hates and seven that he detests. We went over all those. There's haughty eyes, lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness, and a person who stirs up conflict. And lastly, another, another warning against adultery and how it leads to death and destruction. With that, I'm going to wrap up with a prayer here. Jesus, thank you for these lessons in wisdom. Thank you for warning against what you hate and showing us what you hate so that we can take corrective action to avoid it. Thank you for emphasizing how bad adultery is and how to avoid it. And thank you for educating me on how to live well with wisdom. In your name I pray. Amen. Well, thanks for listening. And next time we'll be in Proverbs 7. Have a great day, everyone.